Welcome to This Is Nursing, a podcast about nurses by nurses. Let's get going. Welcome to This Is Nursing. It's a podcast about nurses, their work, and all the things that makes their jobs exciting, complex, and unique. My name is Tyler, and I'm here with Vicki, a colleague and a pal, and we're a couple of HS nurses and your hosts today while we talk with Jacqueline Cleveland, uh, an MP from the Orthopedic Surgery Program in Calgary, and she's going to help us understand what it is, what it's like to be an MP and, and how important MPs are to AHS. And, and as we get started here, it's, it also happens to be National MP Week. So happy MP Week. And welcome to the show, to our podcast. Uh, Jackie, we're going to call you Jackie. If that's okay. Uh, we asked that permission ahead of time. So we know it's okay. Anyway, so welcome, Jackie, to the, to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Hello, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, we're and so hi, Vicki. How are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Yeah, no, I'm great. Uh, it's Monday morning. For all those who don't know what day of the week we're recording, and it's beautiful outside, and it's uh, a lovely November 8th, the start of the NP week. So um, I'm really excited about this show today. So Jackie, I would love to know a little bit about your role as an NP. How long have you worked as an NP? Oh my gosh, I'm really happy I have a coffee on my hand because sadly enough, it's been a really long time that I've been an MP. So I graduated from UT Arlington down in Texas back in 2002. So I've, uh, I've been a nurse practitioner for a long time. Yeah, reinvented uh, myself a few times. Yeah, so it's, cool. it's- I want to hear about that move later too, but yes, continue. <laughs> so yeah, so started out... Um, down in, you know, actually I'm a graduate from the conjoint program here at Bachelor of Nursing. So started out here, born and raised in Calgary, uh, was on the path, like many other people, to do something different. I uh, was going to be a doctor and kind of figured out in my second year of, you know, which is a fancy way of saying you're a Bachelor of Science, by the way, <laughs> to start. <laughs> Don't misunderstand me. It sounds very fancy, but it was really a Bachelor of Science. And uh, recognized during that time that I was like, oh, you know what, this is this is like super hard. I'm like, I don't know if I want to work that hard in school during residency. <laughs> so, so you went into another very difficult program. <laughs> well, it seemed a lot easier at the time. <laughs> anyway, so I, I ended up as a Bachelor of Nurse. I knew I wanted healthcare, So I went to the UC Bachelor of Nursing program. Uh, was a graduate of the very first conjoint program. Look, there's my age coming again. Um, and I knew during nursing school that I wanted to be a nurse practitioner. So uh, a colleague of mine had mentioned that because I just love leadership roles, and, but it didn't exist up here. So away I went and I moved down to Texas and moved around a few different places within Texas, ended up in Dallas, and someone handed me the UT Arlington admission package, and away I went. So graduated from that down in Arlington, Texas, uh, stayed in my trauma critical care role. So did that for a total of 10 years uh, as an RN and as an NP. And uh, I think like many people, if they're trying to come from out of country, it took me a long time to get a job up here. And I actually didn't start out as an MP uh, because as I graduated, I tried finding 
jobs in, in Alberta and Calgary and I couldn't find anything as an MP. And I would apply, but I wouldn't hear anything back. So it was kind of interesting. Anyways, I made Jackie, my, my way there, back. Are there more NPs in the States? There like, are there a, a lot more roles? Oh, tons. So in Canada, we have approximately 36 or 3,700 NPs. The bulk of them are in Ontario. So there's a lot of NPs in Ontario. And then the second largest province is Alberta. We're super lucky here. We have about 375 NPs in Alberta. Uh, 260 of them are employed with AHS. Or pro- these are approximate numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're super lucky in Alberta because, you know, although the numbers seem really low to, be, low to be the second highest representation nationally for NPs is pretty, pretty impressive. You know, we, mm-hmm. we need to... We can work on that. And the opportunities are still growing. Now, the states, on the other hand, have over 350,000 NPs. Okay. Yeah. Um, in a country with how many million? 300 million or something? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, because the role started down there in 1967. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, they started the role down there. Actually, it was in Denver, the University of Colorado. It was started out in pediatrics. They had a uh, shortage of pediatric primary care physicians. And so there was a a pioneer nurse with a pediatric physician. Um, Loretta Ford is her name. And she started the the program down at uh, in Colorado and Denver. And anyways, I had the privilege of hearing her speak one year at the 25th NP 25th uh, uh, conference down in the States. It was, it was neat, super neat. Anyways, Kidding. I love how you put that pioneer nurse. There are she lots was. of those, aren't there? there? There's a lot of pioneer nurses, pioneer nurse practitioners, but Loretta Ford is the one who started the NP role for all of us. Wonderful. Well, we have a lot to thank her for. So, okay. So now you're working here and where do you work? Uh, I'm an orthopedic nurse practitioner and I'm very lucky. I get to switch sites between Rocky View Hospital and Peter Lougheed Hospital about every three to four months. So. Super exciting. So when did you come back to, when did you come back to Canada um, from the U.S.? 2008. 2008. Because, yeah. so, because NP, NPs in, in Canada, like you say, it started, the, the, that story started earlier in the U.S. in the 60s. Um, but it started here in Canada sort of towards the turn of the 21st, is that the 2000s-ish, is that right? Where we started you know to see MPs it's... in regulation or something like is that is that reasonable? So Ontario had the very first programs, and to be honest, I don't know when they started. Um, okay. I'm pretty sure I, I I thought U of C graduated their first MPs here in 2002. So same as me, okay. yeah. I just there had no a, idea that program. I think there was a wave in the 80s in Alberta, but there was. Um, like the role was created and there were um, it was difficult for people to really define the role I believe and um, understand you know what that posting needed to look like and how they would work on the care team and so I think that that was sort of a short-lived it was the first first attempt and then came back with force and in uh, along the timeline you've described Um, I remember when I worked at Alberta Health doing a little bit of reading about this and now it's become very foggy in my brain but I know it's been a long time coming for um, in Alberta for NPs that there was a there was a bit of a groundswell earlier that just didn't have kind of that structure to support them. 
uh, and I'm so glad that now we do. So, uh, okay, so now you're working in Calgary and uh, what is your favorite part about your work? What do you love most? What do I love? Oh, uh, two things. I, I love patient care. That is like my heart and soul. Um, so that's always exciting. And then I love the leadership aspect of it. I really enjoy that piece, both formally and informally. So that's kind of what gets me through is, is, is the patient care piece because it just keeps me entertained because I love pathophysiology and pharmacology. I'm a little bit of a nerd that way. And then the leadership piece, when you're helping people critically think or put the pieces together or, you know, and you see that light bulb moment in people that I work with, mostly nursing, right? Nursing staff. Um, it's just really neat. That it just, yeah, I love teaching, like the, the leadership teaching piece. I think there's a lot to be said for that. And so how is that different? You talk about the patient care. I absolutely can see that leadership piece. And I want to circle back to that. But the patient care part of your role, how is that different as an NP than it was being an RN on the floor? So the educational preparation uh, for the, the minimum is a master's of nursing or master's of science in nursing. Um, and with that educational preparation, we learn how to medically manage patients. So our whole education has to do with advanced pharmacology, advanced pathophysiology. Uh, we take practicums and get experience in how to medically manage a patient. So that is, that's the difference is that I, I am now taught to how to take a clinical picture, um, put the pieces together and come up with a list of differential diagnoses uh, and based on that is, is like probability. So you kind of go with the horses first and rule out what you think is most reasonable based on your clinical picture. And then you work your way down to the zebras, if you will, that don't necessarily fit what the patient is presenting with, but you can't rule it out necessarily until you kind of rule out the common denominators first. Does that make, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, okay. I like that yeah, so so we're kind of trained on how to do that and, and sift through the things about when is the clinical picture really important in the sense of does what do the numbers on paper or the numbers that are being presented or the diagnostic imaging, do they fit what we're seeing and observing with our own eyes and ears and on a clinical exam? So you kind of it's it's always a moving part. And so you have to be able to fit the pieces of the puzzle together because we get a whole bunch of different pieces and the picture can look very different depending on how you arrange the pieces, if you will. And so it, it's, you know, when they say medicine or healthcare is an art form, doing that really is whether you're a physician or whether you're a nurse practitioner um, or a nurse at the floor, like you, like how you put it together is, is never the same. It's, it's super fun, highly entertained every single day. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I, I think it's really interesting, cool, whatever, whatever the word is, um, <laughs> so that that was, uh, that was the, um, 
the leadership part was what drew you to it early on. And, and, you know, so you went down to the States, had you been, had you been exposed to working with an NP um, in your earlier training or, um, I don't know. I just, I think that's fascinating that that's, that's kind of the, the best, the thing that's jumps out to you first and foremost is the leadership and, and helping develop and, and support the nurses on the team. Um, I had no idea what a nurse practitioner was. No, I'd never even right. heard the term. I think I was in my second or third year of nursing. And this friend of mine said, Hey, you know what? I, I think this would be a fantastic thing. I know some friends in the States that uh, are talking about this role called a nurse practitioner. I really think you should look into it and see if that's something you'd be interested in. And so I did while I was he up here in Calgary and it really resonated. You know, those moments in life that you just kind of sit there like, holy cripes, like that's, that's, that's it. Like the light bulb moment, if you will. And so that was, I literally landed in Corpus Christi, Texas and started looking at nurse practitioner programs. So. I love that Great. sense of adventure that you brought to things. You're like, okay, well, that sounds like fun. I'm just going to go <laughs> do that. <laughs> Is that a prerequisite to becoming an NP? <laughs> You have to think on your feet and be totally flexible, 100%. I, it's not a prerequisite, but I think it makes a, the journey a little bit easier because if you're super uh, tied to a, a specific way of doing things, um, nobody reads the same textbook, meaning patients don't read the textbook. So you think you know one way about it and they throw you wild cards all the time. So the minute you think you got it figured out, somebody somewhere will throw a curveball at you. So. So this, it really sounds like you're describing almost like a, a puzzle, right? Like that there's a lot of oh, yeah. sort of problem solving through and both in your career journey and um, in each individual patient context. And so, you know, as you talk, I'm thinking about all of these different people in, in my career and in my community that I've talked to over the years who are like, yeah, I think I might go do my NP. Um, and so I'm listening through that sort of mindset as well, like, okay, what is Jackie saying to us about what you need to be like, or what, what skills you need to have, or what you can look forward to when you, uh, want to become an NP? Is there, is there anything, um, any sort of nugget you can give us about those that are thinking about becoming NPs, um, to either evaluate if that's really something they want or to decide, yeah, that that's definitely something I can pursue. It's, you know, it, to make it more, um, uh, what's the word? Something they can dig their teeth into. More tangible. More so, tangible, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I've, had, I've had coffee, you're having like some sort of super smoothie fruit jink. So <laughs> anyway. Maybe I should switch back to coffee. Maybe, maybe just go back. <laughs> um, you know, I think... It's literally the nurses I find that like leadership aren't afraid to approach things from a different, different aspect that really sort of in themselves, like they, they are hungry for knowledge all the time. They, they come to me with questions, but they also are like, I think I have a solution. What do you think? And they've really sort of within their own career, um, unknowingly have taken on that role as well, because those same nurses are the, usually the typical nurses on the floor that everybody else goes to. Hey, 
So uh, what do you think about this before I go to the chargers, before I go to the nurse practitioner or the physician, do you think this is a big deal? Because we all have that community around us and, and that's me included, right? Like I put different pieces of the puzzle together and sometimes I'm like, you know what, I, I'm just not sure how they fit. And then I refer up as well, right? Like this might be a little bit outside of my clinical realm or, you know, I think this wound is looking what this way, like how, how do we think we should all navigate this? It's a big team environment, right? Like patient care is never a singular person. Um, and I say my strength is, is the team that's behind me. So that's where part of that leadership comes in. So the stronger the team is that's with me, um, providing all of that knowledge, then the better it is. Because my patient load is as such that if I, I heavily rely on the nurses and the LPNs and the NAs and the charge nurses to help keep me informed. So those nurses that just are literally hungry for knowledge, those ones I'm like, you should be an MP, you, you know, mm-hmm. it's inquisitive. It's, there's no recipe, right? There's no like that RN would be a fantastic NP. It's because it's you can have a fantastic RN, but then they just struggle with maybe the decision-making piece because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's, that's a big piece. You have to be, have to be willing to be accountable for the decisions that you make. And if I make a wrong decision or a fantastic decision that rests on my shoulders and that can be very challenging. And I see that with new nurse practitioners, right? Cause something is, is what we all think as nurses, you're like, Oh yeah, they definitely should do this. Oh, okay, cool. Well, yesterday you were a nurse and now I'm going to ask you to make that decision. And, and it's, it's always interesting and me included, you're like, Oh, but if I'm wrong, (laughs) then that's a big deal. Right. You're like yesterday, I was so confident because, you know, I'm not the one responsible, but I really think, you know, you can be judgy, judgy in the background, but it's, it's, it's a process. It's fantastic. Right. So I don't think that answers your question because there really isn't a cookie cutter personality or anything. And that's also goes with, there's so many different nurse practitioner jobs out there that somebody who may fit in one area uh, would not excel in a different area. Mm -hmm. So there's so many different opportunities for so many different nurses and nurse practitioners to find their niche within clinical practice that I'm always like, if anybody's curious, go for it because you'll find your niche somewhere. No, I actually think you nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it. I wanted people to know that they they can take this role on if they're. Oh interested. yeah, yeah. And make it anything they want. Like the sky's the limit. I was just I I couldn't agree more. But I, and also for those that that maybe that's not um or maybe not ready for it yet or not thinking about it yet it might be a good question to ask when you're applying because we hope that we've got lots of younger nurses listening to the podcast too and starting to think about their careers it's a good question to ask when you're applying for jobs do you have nurse practitioners on your unit because i know because listening to you totally resonates with me i worked uh, on a unit in ontario that didn't have uh nurse practitioners i moved to alberta and i worked with some of the best nurse practitioners um out there in in neuro and exactly like you're saying they were they were just a, always there to help with my development when i wanted to learn they were just a great colleague and resource and so if you haven't had the opportunity to then then that might be something for rns or lpns or whoever looking 
for that experience, just to be exposed to, and people might be a good question to ask or pursue when you're, when you're looking for where to work. Are there MPs there for me to learn and grow with? So that's what I took away from your, your answer to that question. Well, thank you. Yeah. I want to take over. That's like meaning the NPs. Like I think I think yeah. NPs should just like we should be everywhere. Everywhere. I we think should so. take over. That's, yeah. Uh, well, you have my vote. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Okay. I mean, for sure. I think Success. we should be part of this podcast is great. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so tell me, Jackie, do, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Tyler, go ahead. No, 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 you go for it. Oh, God, I'm such a bossy pants, or whatever, <laughs> always, always chatting. Jackie, I just, I'm really curious, so you talked a little bit about, like, these leadership opportunities, and um, sort of the, the I, it's really the formal role of the NP in clinical practice, but are there some opportunities that are, like, you know, like the quality improvement measures, things that you see that are happening on the unit that could be done better, where you've um, been able to uh, to prompt some change, to, um, you know, prompt discussion around what needs to change. Has that happened to you and, and what's your role been? So because I'm an orthopedic NP, I've been very fortunate to be a member of the Bone and Joint Strategic Clinical Network for 10 years now. Uh, both in the hip and knee arthroplasty arm, as well as the uh, now called the fracture uh, fragility and stability uh, portfolio, which is the hip fracture portfolio. Um, so yeah, on a, on a provincial level, I've, I attend these meetings and they're structured various. Sometimes it's the core committee. Sometimes we have big educational sessions, um, but it's really been a fantastic way for me to participate on the unit level, both at Rockview and PLC to come up with quality improvement, process improvement initiatives. Mm -hmm. And that includes the charge nurse or nurse clinician on the units, the educators, the management team, um, and everybody. And we come up with what we would like to see on your, our unit to meet the uh, measurement, the PI measurement that we're trying to achieve, whether it's you know, the big one that we all know is like length of stay um, from a surgical portfolio. That's, that's a big buzzword is, is length of stay. Um, you know, pain, make sure that we're doing adequate pain management with, as we now know, with the opioid crisis, trying to <laughs> balance that with opioid sparing. So I've been very fortunate that if, if something comes up, I work and have been part of that team now for 10 years that I can just send an email off or the medical director for bone and joint to someone that I work with at the moment. So I just kind of like, Hey, what do we think about this? Or what are we going to do here? Or how can we improve this? So I've got a, a direct connection just because I've been around forever, sadly, um, since the dinosaurs. Now the new uh, provincial project I'm on is the uh, pain strategy initiative. And I'm a member also of the perioperative uh, pain management group. And so sometimes it's been really nice to liaise between the two, because if we can decrease opioids in the uh, orthopedic population, the orthopedic population, then hopefully we can help side effects, um, addiction rates or misuse, prescription rates, and, you know, help, help impact or um, what is it? What word am I looking for? Now I'm word searching. I need more coffee. Um, <laughs> come on, you helped me out before. Reduce, 
move the Thank marble. You. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. I'm like, come on. I came up with a big word earlier. Um, you know, I'm here for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I was feeling really left out there. I was just on a limb by myself. Um, <laughs> but help to decrease our, our prescription rates for opioids, right? Because North America has a crisis. We know it's a North American problem. And so, you know, so it's been kind of neat. So the big L, if you will, for leadership is that I'm very lucky that based on my job, we've had that. So not MP, not all MPs um, have that ability because the strategic clinical networks work in different areas. Um, if you're in the community, that's a different avenue to take. But, um, but yeah, for my current role, I've, I do leadership with the big L through the SCNs and through process improvement, quality improvement. And I try to share all that with the floor staff and try to be a voice for both the floor nurses and the floor staff, as well as for management and administration and the, the leads leaders out there, if that makes any sense. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty neat. Yeah. 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 I've done a few other things in there, but nothing. They're not current. How's that? Those are my two current, current things that I'm, I'm involved in. Sounds pretty amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> now you said, uh, of course, there, there are different experiences for NPs, and that's not surprising. Is there a, a way for at least for HS nurses to sort of connect for NPs? Is there a community within that? You know, do you find that? Do you, like it's a pretty small group. Do you find that you know lots of NPs, and you, um, how do you support one another in, in your leadership? So development and pursuit. It's it is a very small community of NPs. And so we all kind of know each other or know of each other if we haven't met, right? Like the names circulate, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you mean like how I can get a get someone that I work with in contact with an MP or? Yeah, I guess what I was well, just, yeah, curious about, you know, because it's such a small and such a specialized role. I'm just curious if, you know, if there's um, a way to kind of, connect and support one another, or I don't know, maybe, maybe you just cross paths as you do. Well, a little bit. So we actually have the um, Alberta Association of Nurse Practitioners. That's one way we can all get together. Uh, We're in the process of formalizing, um, becoming unionized. Um, So that's another way that that we can do that. Uh, And then within, like, there's UFC faculty. um, There's, and then honestly, if you talk to any if I were to talk to any nurse that was looking to perhaps do nurse practitioner outside of my area of expertise, uh, it's not hard to connect with people in the sense of, I'll be like, Hey, if you would like to do nephrology, I can connect you with a nephrology NP. I can guarantee you Mm -hmm. she will have an idea about how to try to advocate for a second or a third NP. Cardiology has been fantastic in, in, um, helping the growth of MPs. They had a vision and now they um, have two sites or three sites. Don't quote me on that, this, but they've really helped advance the MP role within cardiology. And it started out with a couple NPs uh, in a few different places, uh, both Foothills and Rocky View Hospital. And they've really expanded that now that there's cardiology MPs at all four sites. Um, and they've really grown as a service. So there's always ways to grow, grow NPs. And even for myself, for orthopedics, like super exciting. I can totally think if we get funding on how to do, how to introduce more NPs 
-hmm. into orthopedics. So if you have a passion for something, I can find someone you can chat with. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It just sounds like there's opportunities all over the place. Um, and, uh, just I'm, I'm really excited because what you're describing is, I mean, and if we have our way, given the vote that we've, we've just put in for you, (laughs) thank you. The N of three, three of three. Perfect. Yes. (laughs) We'll see. And working grow in AHS and across Alberta. Um, and so, you know, Jackie, I think we could talk to you all day. This is so fun. And honestly, um, I'll probably connect with you again (laughs) soon, but I want to thank you for being here, uh, today with us and to give a, uh, giving us a little bit of an idea about what NPs do and, and for the rest of the nurses in Alberta and, and, uh, all collaborative care team members who are listening to this podcast, uh, to better understand the NP role and just how important you are at AHS and what, um, formal and informal leaders you are. So wishing everyone a happy NP week across Alberta. Thanks for stopping by. You can find us at AHS Podcast. Please, please subscribe. Musical introductions, thanks to Yes Nice. You can find them on Apple Music, iTunes, and Spotify. See you next time. <laughs>